0: Hey Space Watchers, this is Space Café Radio, your channel about trends, awesome events and interesting people in the space sector. Today I'm talking with Bertrand Goldman, Associate Professor at the ISU, the International Space University in Strasbourg. Bertrand and I talked just before the IEC in Baku, where many young talents will evaluate their options about their next career move. Education, more precise interdisciplinary space education is usually very high on their list. 14 years ago, when I got the chance to attend one of the ISU programs, I was happy that I had a mentor that told me about this unique opportunity. Today we will continue the story in telling you what is new at the ISU and why you should consider that choice, potentially. I'm Thorsten, publisher of spacewatch.global. Enjoy our conversation. Patron. thank you very much for your time. How are you doing today? Ah, thank you, Austin. Awesome. Very good. Yourself? Not so bad. It's a Friday. So what can go wrong on a Friday? Indeed. Let's talk about the role of education and the scarcity of workforce and how the ISU is prepared for that. But to get that in context, the space sector is booming towards the one trillion US dollar market, as we all know and heard here, there and then. So there is Obviously, in need for a skilled workforce. As I'm an ISU alumni for over a decade, I would say ISU is very well positioned in the sector. But how do you see the current environment and the current challenges in terms of workforce? Yeah, and thanks for that question. I think that's, that's quite right that, as you said, the
1: sector is booming and then there would be need for more people, just simply as that. But I think it's not just some random workforce that the sectors needs and there's specificities. In the sector that needs to be addressed. And I think this is quite important that there are some institutions, particularly ISU, who do that. So address the specifics of the sector. So, of course, you you need engineers and uh, very uh, skilled uh, technicians. Uh, But on top of that, you need people who understand very broadly what they're talking about and what the, the project is about, not just the specific and the very interesting details of the technology or the legal framework beyond it. But you also need people who can address different things. Either themselves or talking, being able to talk with the expert, and we consider in the space sector, as there is quite a trend and a boom as well of startups. For instance, I believe that and we have seen along for uh, alumni startups that tend to start small. And when you have a small group of people who have to do many different things, from looking for funds, developing the technology, and checking the legal framework, then they need to be each of them be very versatile and be able to touch on different topics. So I believe this is what exactly what ISU is doing. So helping students who come to us with already quite some expertise, but typically very specific and, and specialized, and that, that's great. But then we need them the tools that they need to be able to interact with others. And whether they are people from a you know, different work culture or a different discipline area, or work with them or maybe do that
0: those works uh, those tasks mm-hmm. that they've been trained to do before that i think we will come to the programs that you're offering are in a bit so isu has this correct me if i'm wrong i think 35 years of history What's new this year? What's new in 2023 at the ISU in terms of the programs, the faculty and the way forward? Because there is an international competition also on that sector.
1: Yeah, we actually feel that and competition is good to make you grow and change. And uh, yeah, indeed, I think uh, ISU has been evolving over time. Although I have joined just a few years ago, so I might not have witnessed everything. It's brought uh, more attention to some topics like uh, yeah, entrepreneurship, for instance. Or exploration, I and mean, exploration has been around for a while, but there is also now a boom in terms of technology in this domain or new, again, new technology like uh, AI, for instance, that's quite important. So we are addressing those changing, and I believe that the way that ISU functions with a core team of experts, like I hope myself and my colleagues, but also quite a few people who, for various reasons, decide that ISU was really something to support. The organization, the students, and they come to us and that allows us to reach out for new expertise and explore new domains, whether it is a uh, new technology or new areas, you know, the legal uh, areas or business development. We are able to attract the experts of those uh, emerging fields. So that gives us quite a, a flexibility. That's one thing. And then the other thing is uh, is a format. Uh, so the format of the program, they also have to evolve. The needs of the students evolve, so the constraints that they have to face, whether it's from how many days of vacation you can take, or whether you actually can move to Strasbourg or not, and for how long, etc. So that the needs and also the desires of the student body changes, and then we have to evolve with that. So yeah, as you said, a program is evolving, whether it's in durations, we have new programs, so definitely we do that, and especially
0: in recent years. It's good to hear. Let's talk about the next course. I think the MSC is on the horizon again. What is unique in that specific course for this specific education? Maybe you can go deeper into that. So
1: we are building upon the experience of more than 25 years of the Master of Space Studies uh, that have been taking place in in Strasbourg. Uh, That was a a program of both really a bit of a professional master, uh, a bit of a post master, and now, over the past couple of years, we have taken it into, not completely new direction, but uh, really a new uh, ambition. And particularly, so we have been interacting with an accreditation agency and those people, they are really keen to put some constraints on the educators and the organization to make sure that they deliver the best education. And so we have been interacting with this agency, as seen from Germany, to ensure that a program is, is recognized. And also our students, the graduates, are recognized for the value. Getting that stance, that's important. And that comes with a a number of uh, stimulating interactions with the agency. And uh, what we really try to achieve now, again, building on on our experience, we're not starting from scratch, but building on that is maintaining a very interdisciplinary education. So as I said earlier, we have a number of skilled workers in the space sector. They need to have a broad understanding of what others are doing, or sometimes they need to be able to do it themselves. But also we recognize that delivering high-level, master-level education is also what our students need and their employers. So we have this now uh, combined, those two requirements, into a a new program, a bit longer program uh, of 18 months, three semesters, uh, where the students, especially during the first semester, they will learn a lot about other disciplines that they have pretty much forgotten since high school. Sometimes the engineer will uh, go back to what biology is and what it means in terms of human performance in space, as, a, as an example. And they will also work together very strongly during this phase, where they learn from each other, they learn about other, each other disciplines. And that's the first semester where they really learn the, the principles of those different disciplines. And then in the second semester, then they engage on the one hand on very in-depth knowledge acquisition on the field that is of interest to them, whether it's business and, and policy and law, or whether it's uh, exploration and science, which would be my uh, my track, as we call them. So that's one part of the second semester. But the second part of the sem- second st- semester is also very important, the team project. And as you will remember from your studies at ASU, team project, that's really something that is uh, at the core of ASU education, in the sense that we put students together, 20, 25 students, from very different background, again, different culture, nationalities, And we put them to work on a topic that is very relevant and actual for the space sector. And on the one hand, they learn about that topic, of course, and they develop some good knowledge and, again, in-depth. But also, they learn how to work together. And when they will go on in the work life and presumably work in larger teams than what they have done, maybe during their bachelor or the previous master, where maybe they work with a couple of students. Now they're working in a group of twenty and twenty-five, and uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting exercise, and they all learn a lot from that, from each other, but also how to work with each other. So this is part of the second semester where they will invest their time, and then in the third semester, those students doing the accredited uh, master of, of science, uh, they will go on doing uh, research, and it could be at uh, ISU on the ISU grounds with one of the faculty member, whether it's on life science applied to the space environment or astronomy, or uh, business and law, or they can go also in a research institution, which include academics, of course, university, but also space agency, for instance, quite the uh, research taking place, maybe at ESA, that would be at stec in the Netherlands, for instance, obviously at NASA, etc. And so they will do the, the research over there for five, six months and really develop the research skills and also continue to interact uh, with the space sector and
0: uh, create for themselves opportunities. Did I understood you correctly that the course is, the master course is accredited? Yes. That's pretty cool. It, it's one of the very few masters in the space sector that has this accreditation, am I right? Yeah, especially when you consider courses that are interdisciplinary and you get aerospace engineering courses that are accredited for sure. But when it comes to interdisciplinary programs like us, we are quite unique. That's really great. Another question for our audience. Can you give an example of one of these exciting team projects? In which direction can that go just to spark a little bit the imagination? Let me just give you the example of the team project that our students will start to tackle in
1: uh, just a, a few weeks, especially as I have been a bit tired of this, of this idea. So this is about uh, space and, and sustainability of the space sector. So we know that like all industries in quite pretty much in all countries, the industry have more reporting to do and are being watched for the footprint. And there are requirements from the sponsors, from the investors. So the industry has to watch for that. There are demands from the public. quite general. It's quite needed given the state of the planet. So that's something that students, but also the industry, need to tackle. So that's the footprint. But that, of course, as we know, space has a great impact as well on activities and the reduction footprint whether it's the acknowledgement and the study of the evolution of the earth system through so observation uh, monitoring, but also improving the way we work. could be in the agriculture, for instance, or using telecommunication. And if we improve the way we work, we will decrease the footprint of those activities and environmental uh, footprint. This is what the students will tackle. So this is not quite finalized, but we will uh, we work together with a number of uh, Organizations that they need to do this, this work tackling the evaluation of the footprint of the space sector activities, but also the, the handprint. So the benefits, the environmental okay. benefits. So the students will use their uh, distinctive, uh, diverse experience and, and skills because those topics are very interdisciplinary. You have all disciplines that goes into those questions, whether this is engineering or from the life cycle assessment part but also space application when you look at the benefits of the space sector but also the legal framework is quite important in those areas and the legal constraints that are posed on the company so they will be able to tackle all of that together and i believe that they will all learn a lot but also i'm sure that they will deliver a product
0: that is useful to the companies and organizations they will work with i'm very impressed how practical these team projects are so how relevant these team projects obviously evolved over the years now so that's good to know as an isu alumna i know you meet a lot of alumni wherever you go usually you have these big gatherings at all the big space shows worldwide how would you position that network to the new students or to the people outside our sphere how valuable is this network yeah i think maybe invaluable would be the right word So, yeah, it was uh,
1: very impressive as a previous IAC. I I was there in in, in Paris, and uh, so there was an event. It was so crowded, I couldn't get into the room for two hours, and it was a large room. So you've got all those people attending the the space conferences, the place where you have to be, depending on your field and your activity. And uh, you keep bumping onto IAC alumni. And that's very precious because, of course, it's the first step is, is already done. You don't have to prove your value or you just explain that you have done ASU and that creates already a common ground for discussion. Whichever, wherever the person is coming from or whatever the field of activity is, we'll be able to engage with discussion. And we see this really all the time where, where alumni, first as students at ASU, you will be able to reach to alumni often in very interesting positions from which we will be able to get knowledge and learn benefit from the expertise. And that's the case, for instance, for Team Project. The first thing that we do is that we tell our students, reach out to that person, consider this organization, and you will find people who are ready to talk to you. and Take one hour, two hours, sometimes come to Strasbourg, and they will interact with you and, and make you benefit from the expertise. And when you're done with the program and you're graduating, then you keep having those relationships with your classmates, but also pretty much with
0: Anybody who has graduated with the ISU—that's very important. What is your most beloved success story that you might share of an alumni? So, who's your alumni of the ISU? Thank you for making it personalised. That's a—that's a good way to, to approach success story. That could be very
1: many things. We we know some people who have become very successful after leaving the ISU, becoming astronaut, and uh, but I think there's all kind of successes in life. And let me take the example of a, it's a dear student of mine. He has come to ISU as a, he was actually quite already trained. He had two masters that he, he got from his country in Argentina. And he come to ISU. So I think he got two things from ISU. First, a job in a very nice company that was funded by ISU in space. That's now in close to Strasbourg. They have grown from four founders to 40 people now in a couple of years. So very successful story. And I think he, he loves his job. So that's one thing that he gained, but also a love for astronomy. He was my advisee, and I taught him astronomy together with my, my colleague, Hugh Hill. And he did his research project during the, the master program. He did an internship at ESTEC, so the research center of ESA. Fortunately, uh, it was online because of COVID, but still yeah. he learned a lot. And then he continued on doing his job uh, 100% or more, but also working on his master thesis. Uh, on the side. Mm-hmm. But I think he, he has learned a lot. His interests have developed towards science. He was an engineer. Mm-hmm. But on top of the technology that he applies in his, his job, then he has also this other interest. It's, I think it's,
0: that to be to me a nice example. I had the pleasure to have presenters from Lean Space on various panels globally and interview them. And it's a an remarkable story. If I made this company first, now it's near Strasbourg, but before that, when it started,
1: it was at ISU, in the ISU building. They were incubating there until they had to
0: push the walls and get to leave. You read my mind for my next question. So how does the ISU support startups and new ideas? You have this melting pot of creativity and here, there, and then new ideas coming out. So what is the next step? How can ISU support them? I think we support entrepreneurship and the entrepreneurship spirit of our students in
1: several ways. And first of all is education. Let's start with that. The reason, course of the program and there's a whole part of the program that is dedicated to learn how management work, get management skills, investments, how to raise funds against the legal framework. So during the education, they get that exposure, but also through hands-on activities. So in particular, there is a, an advanced study module within the, the program that has been running for quite a few years, where the students basically over the course of two weeks develop a business plan. But to reach this, again, they interact with experts. So we bring experts, whether it's from investment part or the legal sector, where the students can interact and work on their business plan like, together with those experts. So it really ends on activity and then the defense of so business plan. And some of those business plans, actually, that's a bit of an educational exercise, but then they go on and put it to work. And I believe that the most famous business plan... Uh, that have evolved into a real thing is planet studied at ISU as an exercise, educational exercise during this advanced study uh, module. The other thing is the incubator. I think you learn a lot by example. And on the third floor of the building, we have several companies that are incubated there. And for the students, it's very easy to just go up and meet some of the people working there, the founders sometimes or the employees, and they really show them what step you need to take, you know, what pitfalls to avoid. So that's also quite powerful. And quite a number of students that have done their internship from the program in an incubated company at ASU. And then again, I will just come back to that again. There's a network. When you have a network of experts, people who know about funding and might have all capacities, we have for other programs, so short programs, executive space course, for instance, we have people from investment banks, like European investment bank, for instance, coming to ASU, taking the program. And they learn about ASU, they meet the students who are around at that time and that gives them a good feeling of what ISU is, what ISU delivers.
0: And I think that gives them a more careful ear when they get requests from ISU alumni. Thanks, God, COVID is, at least for the moment, over. So that means you will have students in Strasbourg at the campus. Let's talk about living in Strasbourg. How is it? Yeah, so it's a middle-sized city of 400,000 inhabitants, depending on how
1: you count. So it's not too large and it's also not too small applying at ISU, you become a student. Also, actually, we have an agreement with a nearby University of Strasbourg, which is a very large university of 50,000 students. Mm-hmm. You get that status and that allows you to access dormitories and rooms of the national organization. Okay, I'm not saying that it's always... Easy peasy, but you get this access in that's right. To get accommodation in Strasbourg is actually something that you can manage. It's not London, no. You can make sure you're living in Strasbourg. The campus is a bit outside of the city. It's very quiet, but it's also very accessible. You can be downtown uh, with a tram biking. That's what I do. It's quite comfortable and we have actually very nicely located. The, the campus is a lively place and, uh, and we have a very nice building. So living in Strasbourg is, I think, as a student, you can spend your whole time working on the program, but also if you have some spare time, you can definitely enjoy life in Strasbourg, which
0: is a, a fine city. But of course, the focus is working. Yeah, for sure. And studying. That's why you're here. Let's talk about money. So what options are available as scholarships for the students? We have some scholarship that relates to nationality
1: and uh, mm-hmm. nationality in the space sector. That's a big thing. So that's one thing. So we have, for instance, a scholarship available for members of ESA countries. But uh, yeah, at ISU, we want to be international, and so that's not sufficient for us. So we have other ways to support uh, students or help them get scholarship. And sometimes that's uh, through international organizations, SGIC, for instance, or Women in Aerospace. So members of those organizations, they get some support, some reduction in tuition from ISU, from uh, agreement with those organizations. And also if you have no other options because of your nationality or, so we also grant our tuition supports. So that will be related to academic uh, merit, but not just that because a uh, program are very diverse. Our students are very diverse. Mention the disciplines, but also the work experience. So we have students coming out of the bachelor. They have a little professional experience, let's say, for sure have academic merit. But also we have students who have left uh, academia for 20 years and they have developed their career, whether in the space sector or outside of the space sector. And we take this uh, professional experience in account uh, very much and uh, actually bring a lot to the program always. Depending on where you come from and uh, what you have done before, you may be eligible for those uh, tuition support.
0: Our students can then just get in contact with the ISU and get some recommendation and some guidance on that ISU. Absolutely. Right? So some okay. support will just go
1: through ISU somewhat transparently. Sometimes sure. yeah, they have to reach out, but for sure, we give quite
0: some support to our candidates. My last question is, one of the programs of the ISU, of the soul of the ISU, is the SSP. So what's on the horizon for 2024? And I think I remember you just recently announced the next SSP then in Houston, if I'm not mistaken. In Houston itself, Yeah. So I think that will be a very
1: exciting SSP-based study program. So taking place a bit earlier than before because of local constraints. So starting already in, in June. And yes, that will be located in, in Houston. And uh, yeah, we trust that we will get quite some uh, attention and access to lots of local resources. We believe that we will have many people who are interested to come either to attend the program, but also to support the program a visiting lecturers. So I definitely have
0: confidence that it will be a very rich experience for everyone involved. I would say if you consider a career in space and you have the chance to go to Houston for a program, I think that's the, that's the place to be. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice starting point. So one of the <laughs> things that
1: we do during our programs, or all programs, is a summer day. the summer program and the master program is professional visits. So we arrange mm. with local contacts to visit very many different places, whether it's around Strasbourg for the Master or around Houston. And I think that would be interesting as well.
0: Thank you very much for your time, Bertrand. It was so exciting to hear what's new on the ISU side and about this program. And good luck and hope to see you soon. Thank you very much for Always nice to speak with an anonymous. Thank you. Bye. -bye. Bye. If you have further questions, reach out to us at radio at spacewatch.global. If you like these or other episodes of Space Café Radio, leave us a rating on your preferred podcast platform. It is the currency of today. And if you want to stay on the pulse of the space industry, please visit our website at www.spacewatch.global and subscribe to our newsletters. And of course, don't forget to become a space watcher. I'm Torsten Kreening, publisher at spacewatch.global, your independent, perspective on space.